SED. Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, we've got loads to get through today. It's episode 11 on the Journal of Missy D. And boy, boy, have I got loads uh, to share with you today. So, you know, this is the Journal of Missy D 3.0. And this is all about me and my healing journey. You've heard all about my EFT journey. You've heard about me falling flat on my face, going into complete darkness, ground level zero, hitting uh, that wall, getting back out of that hole. I've done that, been there, bought the t-shirt, right? T-shirt. <laughs> um, I've had my ninjas, who I miss dearly, actually. I really do uh, miss having those sessions with my ninjas. But that was then, and this is now, that was um, a season that's gone, uh, a season that's passed, and a season that did so such amazing things for me and I'll always be full of gratitude for all of those ninjas and all that healing that happened and it's still ongoing still uh, on my healing journey using all different modalities yeah modalities um and now I I have been mind blown I think you have uh, probably now kind of got used to me being mind blown mind blowing is uh, <laughs> one of my favorite terminologies I do use it a lot Anyway, by the way, before I go on, how are you? Are you good? Yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, uh, episode 10. Uh, I had a lot of feedback from that one as well. And lots of people going, Missy, I took your advice. And I said, no. <laughs> uh, when my little Shayan, he was uh, just about beginning to speak, about two and a half-ish, I think it was, around that age. And uh, his favourite word that he learned was, no. <laughs> It wasn't no, it was mm, no, <laughs> a big no. So yeah, keep with the no and sincerely mean it. And I'm not saying say no to be selfish. Say no for you, for your well-being, for your mental well-being, for you and your happiness and your peace. And it's not selfish. And I'm sitting here telling you that it does feel selfish I do feel guilty. I'm, 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 a, do you know, I'm an emotional mess most of the time. I'm a very, I'm a very deep emotional person. You know this now, by now, right? And I will always dig deep to do my best by whoever it is in my life if I think they are worth it. Sometimes though, even if I don't think they're worth it, I still dig deep to do my best by them because I'm just a human and I love uh, to do good for humanity. You, do you know what I'm, I mean? So I can get quite kind of uh, deep and emotional sometimes. I don't know if that is being called wearing uh, my heart on my sleeve, but it's just the way it is. I just got to have to, I have to say it how it is. I've just got to kind of tell you how I feel. And sometimes people don't like that deepness. They don't. Some people, I think what it is, I've, I've discovered now that a lot of people don't know how to handle the openness, rawness and truthness of Missy D, 
because they haven't been in that realm themselves, um, they don't know how to be that deep and they don't know how to be that open. And internally, they're thinking, oh, my God, she's so open. She just kind of says it how it is. I mean, how does she do that? I think they call it authentic. A lot of humans, I think, shy away from being authentic and uh, just being their, um, yeah, authentic selves on the outside rather than just the inside. Sometimes people want to be this person and they dream about being this person, but they just can't do it. And that's because of what will people say? Um, you know, what will people think of me? I mean, I must really care about what other people think, not what I think and what I feel. I just, I have to think about other people's feelings. Uh, no. <laughs> do you really give a shit? Do you? If you do, then stop giving a shit. Because at the end of the day, those people that you uh, care about what they think, they don't really give a shit anyway. They are there to judge you because they have been conditioned to judge you. You are conditioned to think, well, I must behave in this certain way. Otherwise, they will judge me. It's all a load of cods wallop. It really is. There's a lot of cods wallop in this world. And I, I don't think I've ever shared this with you as well. I've got a list of stuff to talk about, you see. I'm getting more into production. I do kind of loosely now uh, produce my podcasts. Otherwise, it just turns into a big uh, trifle a big jamboree. <laughs> and I'm like, and this, and this, and this. But sometimes I feel like that is my kind of unique stamp, isn't it really? Because you don't find many people like me in life. And I love the fact that you don't, because you won't find anyone like me. You won't, honestly, you won't. And either you love me or you hate me. I'm like Marmite and I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not because I'm being arrogant and I'm not being a beep. It's just that, you know, with my healing journey, I have to learn to give a shit about me. I really do. And like I said, the more and more I'm playing this no game, the more and more I'm taking my power, the more and more I can choose who I want to be with, when I want to be with them and what I want to do with anyone. That is giving me so much satisfaction because I have the power of saying no. I have the power of deciding what I want to do. I have the power of deciding how this is going to benefit me, not in a selfish way, because uh, I do feel a lot of people, they do things and manipulate people to uh, satisfy themselves, to make things work so that it benefits them as a person and not me. But they are kind of including me just to satisfy their ego or like you. Do you know what I mean? Do you understand that kind of scenario that I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to bubble on about too much, but hold on a minute. Got to blow my nose. So the other cods wallop thing, I will talk to you uh, in just a bit because that will tie in uh, with what I'm just about to tell you. OK, so um, I, I'm here today to tell you that I have come across another modality of healing. Now, as you know, I've I've I've, I've covered probably every type of healing that there is in the world. I've done the, um, you know, the clean eating. I've done the, you, the babas. <laughs> I've, you know, eaten the papers with the writing on it. I have 
gone lacto-free, gluten-free, sugar-free, alcohol-free. I've juiced for 28 days straight without eating any food, which was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But it's it's very hard to maintain. But I'm not going to do any buts today, okay? There's no excuses or any kind of but this and but that. I'm ne no negative speak, okay? I'm just telling you what's going on here, okay? I've tried, uh, I'm talking to NHS consultants, dozens of them. I've paid for uh, private consultations over the last eight years. I have done the meditations. I have done the journaling. I've done the manifestations. As you already know, I've been on a long journey uh, with the EFT, emotional freedom uh, technique. I have done, what else have I done? I did the laughter yoga. So I became an official laughter yoga teacher, not became, I am. Uh, an official laughter yoga teacher. And, and you know, once I'm healed, maybe I can uh, go back onto that. I did love it. Uh, but I did tell you it was a bit, a little bit contrived, a bit of a kind of pyramid system going on there. And plus, when you're teaching laughter yoga, it's quite physical. You kind of kind of walk around and you got to laugh. And um, I did notice when I wasn't, I thought I was healed. I fully obviously wasn't. And whilst I was teaching, I did a couple of classes. Yes, I did in Leamington. And uh, it, it just became kind of coffee and huffy puffy. But I'm, I know I'll get I'll get back to that. Although that's not my first port of call. First port of call would be to get back on the DJing, would be to get back on radio, would be get to get back on stage, finish off my rap album, finish off my writing, do the podcasting tour. And also what else was I going to do? Get onto TV, be, you know, one of the um, a very prominent British Asian female uh, presenter and host and possible stand-up comedian on British television. So those are my goals uh, for the very near future, not the long future, very near future. It's all happening, people. It's happening. I've got a very, very good feeling about what we're doing now, what, what I'm doing now, but you're doing it with me because you're on my journey with me. And that is the whole idea of the Journal of Missy D 3.0. And I really hope that I am kind of, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm kind of giving you some kind of, how can I put this? consolation that you're not the only person going through illness or going through depression or going through something in life and there's no one there that understands or uh, doesn't listen if you want me to listen people honestly contact me on my social media I am not a doctor I am not a qualified anything but I can only give you advice from what I have been through in life of course you can email me the journal of missy d at gmail.com I'm always here all ears. But what the whole crux of doing this was for you to always uh, feel um, you're not alone. OK. And there is someone in the world going through this. You know me. I will tell you anything and everything about me. Uh, you know, at times I will even tell you at the different times that I go to the toilet, the different times that I fart and burp and all that kind of shit, because I ain't got an issue with it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone farts, everyone burps, everyone goes to the toilet. The only difference is that you haven't got the guts to tell everyone the graphic details. And I have. <laughs> so let's go back to this new modality that I have found. So Saturday just gone, I went to see, actually, I I, I, I I regress. Remember my last podcast and I told you Babu was here. So her dad and my dad were cousin brothers and from the same Bind, the same village in India, which is Dagana Gana in Hushyarpur in Punjab. Okay. So when my mum got married, my dad, before they got married, my dad came to Scotland to set up camp for the husband and wife. He had a friend, uh, uncle, uh, and they were in Aberdeen in Scotland. So before my dad got married, he came here to England to check out England and to kind of 
you know, fill the waters, basically. Then he went back and he married mum. And um, from Scotland, he was he was working on the trams. See, I di I've digressed again already, haven't I? I was like, no, mate, I've produced this. This is the flow of the show. So, yeah, let me tell, try and tell this story quickly. So he worked on the trams with Bear Uncle, uh, a beautiful family. And then he got married and then they rented a house in Gravesend in Kent, just by the White Chalk Hills. Now, if you know the White Chalk Hills in Gravesend, I live right by them because I remember playing with my cousin Ram um, and Amun uh, at the White Chalk Hills. Yeah, man, that's exactly where I lived. Right by them. I'm not, I'm not saying like looking in the distance. I was right next to them. Uh, so they, they rented there and they're near my Puwaji and Pupuji. And then slowly as dad's cousins and family started getting married, they all kind of started gathering in England. And we're Dhamis. My surname is Dhami. My dad's a Dhami. My mum's Dalir. She was a Dalir and then obviously became a, a Dhami. And uh, so most of the Dhamis, they kind of all kind of got sent to Coventry. <laughs> uh, my chacha, which is my dad's younger brother, called my dad one day. And it's like, oh, there's jobs in Coventry on the buses. Do you fancy being a bus driver? So my dad kind of packed up from Gravesend and uh, came and lived in Coventry. And all of our Dami family, which we call Bendus, uh, were all here kind of thing. Uh, and even till this day, I say to my mum, why, why, why? Why did you move from Gravesend? Oh, OK, it's not London, London. But if I was in Gravesend, I would have been a London girl right now because I love London. I love it. Love it. Love it. London is in my blood. It's in my soul. I lived there and worked there for years and years and years, as you know, on Club Asia. Uh, and then, of course, on Buzz Asia and all that kind of business. First of all, actually, I think Greenwich used to be my place to want to live. I always wanted to live in Greenwich. Then after that, after living in different places uh, in, in London, uh, Hampstead Heath was the one. That was the one that made me feel, huh. This is beautiful because you've got beautiful open spaces, beautiful parks, amazing cafes, lovely people, open space. And the convenience of the underground to go into town was amazing. I mean, obviously living in central, central London, like my cousin Ram, uh, he, Dr. Ram, he's going to be soon, actually. He's almost just finishing his PhD and he lives in Bloomsbury. Yes, darlings. Uh, yes, he does. Um, and uh, I, I, I often used to go and see him a lot, but he lives on the third floor and there's no lifts. So since being quite ill, I, I yeah, there's no working up the third, the third. Uh, I get to the first flight and then I'm like looking up going, Ram, I'm going to die. And he's like, no, no, blingy, blingy, you can do it, blingy. He calls me blingy. And I think the last time I went there was... I think my 50th birthday, he got me surprise tickets for Wicked Theatre production. So that was amazing. And I am trying to get to him. Hopefully, if this new modality of healing works, I shall be at Ram's flat soon. But yeah, so see, I sorry, sorry for being so random. So yeah, so just to let you know that the, the Dharmis, they ended up in Coventry. And then Papu is, so my, uh, is, is the daughter of my dad's cousin. He is going to be, can you believe it, 99 in July. She came the, that day and told me that her dad's going to be 99. And I told you, unfortunately, Bibi, uh, which was her mom, she passed away uh, during lockdown. She also was in the 90s as well. Very kind of strong woman. Amazing. So he's hopefully, we don't know, going to get his card from King Charles when he's 100 next year. But she goes, I don't know yet because he's still got an Indian passport. He's not a British citizen and he's been living here all of his life. <laughs> 
I know. I'm like, Babu, sort it out, man. Like I said, Babu, I love her to bits. Uh, she's actually had an out-of-body experience. I should actually get her on, actually, because she loves to reminisce about the past. So long story short, you know me, I've already done like 15 minutes with the podcast, ain't got anywhere with it yet. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I haven't got anywhere. I think that was great content there for the first 16 minutes. Fritemu. <laughs> so, right. So she is the one that told me about this. I have been ill since 2015, hardcore. So I would say 2015, I've been struggling with illness. However, I went through my medical records the other day. Believe it or not, shockingly, shockingly, I've had breathing issues for many years. I've had bleeding issues for many years. I've had uh, all sorts of issues for many years. It's all on my medical record and I didn't even know it. Can you believe that? Can you believe it? I'll go into that in just a bit. So when Papu was here, she was like, uh, right, Ritu, because she calls me Ritu, not Missy, five, six years ago. I told you about this machine and she kept going on about this machine. And I swear to God, it sounded like something from Doctor Who. She goes, they put you on this machine. It does a scan and uh, it will tell you what's wrong with you. And uh, when I did it, I had I had parasites. I'm like, yeah, OK, <laughs> I wasn't discounting her, but I was like every time she'd tell me about it, I was trying a new modality. I was trying. I mean, at one point I was doing the clean eating. Then I was doing um the juicing, uh, then I was doing the mind work, then I was talking to some baba, and every time I'd fob her off and say, look, I'm trying this, if it doesn't work, I'll come back to you. This time when Bubba was here last week, she was like, right, I'm not going anywhere till we find someone that's got this machine. Now, she knew two people that had the machine and she'd already contacted them because these are the people that did it on her years ago. Now, I haven't asked her what her ailments were or what was wrong with her. You know, it, I, I wasn't going to be like prying into her personal life if she didn't want to tell me it. But she said she had the scan and she got better. OK, so she sat there and she was like, right, I've already talked to, I think her name was Jane and whoever else it was uh they they said the machine is out of date and it needs a massive software update and to update it, it's very expensive so they don't have the machine anymore so we're going to have to find someone that's got this bioresonance machine so it's called bioresonance it's a bioresonance machine and uh she was like it's going to change your life you need to do it i'm still kind of skeptical last week going okay just because you keep going on about this let's have a look so we googled people um, in the Midlands, Warwickshire, those kind of places. I was like, no, I'm not going to go to anyone in Coventry. I'm sorry. Sorry, mate. I was born and bred here. But, you know, if I go out on a night out, not that I do go out much, I go out in uh, Kenilworth or Leamington, Warwick. I don't do Coventry. Yeah, I just don't. And I just think a lot of the practitioners, the posh ones, are in Leamington and Warwickshire, darlings. So anyway, we did some Googling and we ca we came across this woman. So she made me contact her and get an appointment. So I did that. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad. As you know, I've been doing the healing work for years now, years and years. And it kicked off, as you already know, with OP, my cousin in Hawaii. You've heard all the stories. Like I've just told you, I did this, 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 this. The most recent thing was EFT and the ninjas, the talking, tapping therapy, um, and then basically losing the plot and going into deep, dark depression uh, for four or five weeks and then coming out. And then I'm like, now what? I'm sick and tired of bouncing back, but not quite making it there. So I had 
a phone consultation with this woman and I explained everything. It's normally 15 minutes. I spent an hour on the phone. <laughs> I told you I'm way out there. I am not normal. I'm not normal and I love it. Right. I, I don't I don't apologize for being different. I think they call it eclectic, eclectic, eclectic. I don't know. Anyway, so she had the phone conversation. She went, hmm. So, Missy, I normally do an hour consultation. You'd come into my clinic, but we're going to do a two hour consultation with you. I was like, that's fine, Vix. So I went to see Vicky and all she had said is that just wear loose clothing. We're going to be doing a two hour scan. And that's all I kind of knew. I read from her website that is some kind of machine that helps with what I understood was vibrations in your body. And I work with vibrations anyway with Cornelius, as you know, he raises your vibrations. So like I told you, he does the numbers. So um, in the left lung, raising your vibration from 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000, 9,000, 10,000. And in the right lung, raising your vibrations to 10,000, 5,000, 6,000, all that. But yeah, basically. Right. But he does it verbally and I'm doing it, that with my mind. She has a machine that... I had another consultation with her yesterday. I was like, can you just please uh, explain the uh, machine to me? Am I like having electric currents or something? She went, no. She ba it basically works with energy. It actually works with energetic frequencies. Okay. I don't want to get it wrong because I don't want to give you the wrong information. So it went a little bit like this. I went for the scan and with the scan, this machine, a bioresonance machine, which is a very expensive machine, does a scan in certain areas of your body. It doesn't do a full body scan because Papa was like, make sure you get a full body scan. So I asked her about the full body scan. She goes, we don't do the full body scan. We actually concentrate on an area that is of concern, which obviously was my biggest one is my lungs. And then if we need to, we'll scan another part of your body. If we did the whole body, it will take up to 10 to 12 to 13, 14 hours to do the entire body. And really, we need to do one body part at a time. And what it will do, it will tell me about the what is uh, within your body and how it is picked up is on energetic, energetic frequencies and um, the report will come through. So I had to kind of lie very still. She put these, you know, like when you have, um, is it ECGs uh, in hospital when they put the little sticker things on your chest? She put two sticker things on my chest and she put two sticker things on my belly. Yeah, but Jardy had to see my belly. I know. I was like, are you all right, Vicky? I know it's big, but it's okay. <laughs> it's a Punjabi belly. <laughs> She was lovely, actually. So she kind of explained what was going to happen. She goes, just we're good. it's going to take about an hour. And if you could just just lie there and just relax and just let it do its thing. So then she came back uh, with a report that came up with a lot of stuff, actually. And the number one thing she was telling me, this is mind blowing, right? It's called EMF, Electronic Magnetic Fields. As soon as I got there, she said, do you wear that watch often? So I wear an Apple watch, right? And I'm like, yeah, I've been wearing it for years. And she goes, how long have you been wearing it? And I went, uh, since my 50th birthday. Now, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember last? If you don't remember, listen to my last podcast. Was it last? I'm sure it was either uh, podcast 10 or 9, right? When I said to you, remember, 
I said three years ago I went to Amsterdam and I wasn't on oxygen and I did all of Ox- I did of I did all of Amsterdam and I was all good and then three years later I'm now constantly on oxygen there's something going on there and then when she said how long have you been wearing that watch I said damn I just spoke about this the other day I was gifted the Apple watch on my 50th birthday the day I came back from Amsterdam because that's what I asked for from my family it was like really expensive it was like top range top notch and I haven't taken it off since and she just looked at me and she goes do you know that these um these watches your mobile phone because she asked me to switch off my mobile phone in in her clinic um it all uh they all radiates radiation it emits radiation and that radiation so if you've got an app as an apple watch or fitbit any smart watch right and I, she goes take it off she goes press one of the functions so like one of the functions was the oxygen yeah so that's the one of the real reasons i asked for that watch it was the one of the first ones in the apple series that could give you oxygen readings which actually was um a waste of time anyway because my oxygen levels were so low it could never pick up my oxygen levels and i sent the watch back three times to apple and there was like there's nothing wrong with it uh, and then i told him about my disease and i was like well that's probably why because you know it's, it's smart but it's not that bloody smart do you know what i mean you're like a chronic lung person so it's not going to pick up your oxygen because i put it on my mum and my sister and everything and shane and everyone it was cool it all worked but i would never pick up oxygen on it anyway so she goes, so if you put it on the oxygen thing, and obviously if you turn it around, you've got these lights, the red light or the blue light beaming. She goes, that is beaming with radiation going through your skin and your blood and your bones. And then when it is syncing with your Apple phone, it's creating more power to get the sync through. And that's creating even more radiation pulsating through your body. I was like, wow. So I took off my Apple watch. I tell you. Since, and it's not psychological, I haven't worn my Apple Watch since Saturday, right? And uh, today I'm recording, it's Tuesday. I feel better. I feel so much better without the radiation on my skin. I have closed my Apple Watch and put it in my drawer, switched it off completely. I'm not wearing it again. Um, And then she talked about mobile phones and the radiation coming off there. And never sleep with your mobile phone next to your desk by your bed she goes is that where you put it I'm like yeah I goes not even that I I first thing in the morning I will put go straight onto my mobile phone in the middle of the night if I'm going for a pee I will take my mobile phone in the uh, night time I will before going to sleep I will spend a good half an hour on the mobile phone and uh, sometimes when I can't sleep I'm on the mobile phone <laughs> and she goes right it's EMF is electronic magnetic fields. Okay. She goes, tell me the setup of your home. I was like, <clears throat> I was like, oh my God, you're going to hate this. So I've got this uh, all singing, all dancing uh, leather sofa where each part of the sofa moves up and down. The headrest goes up and down electrically. Your legs go up and down electrically. The chaise moves electrically and she went mm-hmm. and then I've got sonar speakers so I've got two sonar speakers on the side of my head one on the left one on the right of the sofa I've got a sonar bar at the front I've got sky tv in front of me I've got a massive 65 inch tv in front of me all went running off wi-fi uh, I've got a sonar speaker in the kitchen on, on the far side of the kitchen sonar speaker I've got a microwave on the other side 
<laughs> and she didn't have to say anything. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And she goes, all of this, can you imagine? So everything is working on Wi-Fi and everything needs to sync with itself. When, when the sonar speaks on my side of my head on the side of the sofa, I'm trying to sync with the sonar speaker in front of me. Imagine the, the invisible waves that you can't see. Then you've got the TV that's also... Uh, connected to the Alexa that is connected to Bluetooth that is connected to the sky that's all electronic magnetic field waves they are all connecting with your Wi-Fi router your router is upstairs your whole house is a whole matrix of electronic magnetic field waves what I want you to do is when you go home I know she goes it sounds a little bit way out there but go and pull out all the plugs switch off all your stoners switch off the TV sit there for a few hours and I did that. Fortunately, mom that night was going to a kitty party, right? And so I did just that. I switched off all the stone. I didn't switch off. I pulled them out from the plugs. I pulled out everything from the plugs. And I know you're going to think, Missy, you're just, uh, it's in your head. It's not. After a couple of hours, the air kind of felt kind of cleaner, if you know what I mean. And I felt a little bit less kind of, you know, sometimes you're sitting there and your body's all kind of stressed out. It kind of felt relaxed. And then she also said, sit outside as much as you can. If you cannot unplug a lot of your Wi-Fi stuff, because it's, it's modern living, isn't it, really? Try and spend as much time as you can outside your home. Uh, I said I've got a bifold door. She goes, open the bifold, let all the emissions go out of the house and sit in your garden. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds absolutely amazing. So number one, she said, I am sensitive to electronic magnetic fields. That's what come up on the scan. OK, so it can be a very expensive business, actually, trying to kind of not eliminate, but reduce. So there's so much you can do. You can get like EMF scanners to see how much radiation is coming off every appliance in your house. You can get covers and stuff for your routers, but they're not bloody cheap, mate. You can get clothes like hoodies and beanies and scarves and stuff. They're about 180 quid a piece. So, so, so expensive. Um, the mobile phone is becoming a bit of a, a mystery to me because uh, you can get covers for your phone, uh, with the this special cloth it's like a silver or copper cloth right and I know you're thinking Missy you're just going a little bit overboard I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not because I have felt the difference between EMF and not EMF okay but if I've got to say like a, a little bag pouch thing to put my phone in it will cut off all the communication with the phone so what's the point of having the phone in fact I've said for many years actually recently I was a massive iPhone queen, Apple. I am an Apple queen. I've got a, a Mac Pro. Uh, I've only had Apple. I can't stand Samsung or all the other kind of phones that there are out there. The only thing for me is Apple. I'm an Apple guru. Recently, and I've always been the one to always get the new one. So the next one's coming out September. You got iPhone uh, 15 coming out. And my mum's really excited because she's like me. She loves the new Apple stuff. This time I'm like, do you know what? I'm not bothered. At the moment, I pay eight pounds SIM only for my mobile phone. I don't pay the rental anymore for my other for this phone, which is a I think it's an eleven plus, um, and I'm fine. I changed the battery of it a couple of weeks ago, which the man duped me. He changed my battery phone for seventy five quid, but it still dies. I swear to God, he probably gave me some shitty little battery rather than a proper Apple battery and I'm not sure now if I go to the Apple shop because I've had their battery changed that they're going to give me a, a battery now because they're going to say it's not an official phone 
all swings and roundabouts in it. Anyway, I'll try. We'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Going back to the electronic magnetic fields, she says, have you got telephone masts outside your house? It's like, no, the, what, if you look out my bedroom window, you can see some in the distance by Tesco's and stuff. But she goes, if you think about it, everywhere you go in the world, there are invisible rays everywhere. And that's all radiation that is affecting all of us. And it causes so much, so much. You will be mind blown. Let me, let me just tell you and she said you can't keep away from it but you can do things to kind of reduce it and I never thought about this kind of thing but since Saturday every night I I don't put my phone even in my room I have pulled out all the plugs of my television the sky everything all pulled out I, t I charge my phone outside my room it's the hardest thing ever Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday it's only been four days yeah and now sitting here I've got my phone on airplane mode and um but although I'm sitting in my office and I've got a massive Virgin Media router right next to me and it, it really discompobulates me now. So I'm going to have to buy a cover, which is about, can anything be up between 60 to 100 quid? It's made of this special kind of uh, metal material that will uh, eliminate the radiation coming out of that. And another thing next to that is my mum's cordless phones. She's still got a home phone, yes. And, and the home phone... Um, after doing a lot of obviously reading, which now I'm very conscious about going on the laptop because that's uh, emitting radiation too. Uh, the cordless phones, they emit a lot of dangerous radiation. Your laptop's uh, radiation, your iPhone's radiation, anything, your sky uh, box is radiation, your TV is radiation, and it's all running around your head, going through your body, going around your house and destroying you as a human. I never thought of any of this because I've always been a tech queen. I love gadgets. I love tech. I love computers since the day they, I laid uh, my eyes on a computer and I was 11. I remember, I'm like, wow, what is that? I actually wanted to do IT uh, when I was younger. I don't know how I got into media and communications. Um, but as you know, I, <laughs> my results, my, on paper, on paper, I was never intelligent. I always got C's. Never never in my life have I got an A or a B. But I'm a very intelligent, very, very, very intelligent person uh, to the point where I can run around going, I'm a bloody genius. I am a genius because I can do everything, honestly. So here's a, a list of things that how uh, EMF, electronic magnetic fields, can impact your health. Firstly, can I tell you the type of EMFs that there are? There's radio frequency fields like mobile phones, mobile masks, Wi-Fi routers, wireless tech, including Bluetooth. Yes. Then you've got electric fields like electricity flowing through power lines, electric wiring, electric cords in your home. So even the electric wires behind your wall, they are emitting electric fields. OK, anything connected to a cord and plugged in your home has an electric field. Magnetic fields are caused by electric currents. Anything with an electric current running through it or to it will be surrounded by a magnetic field. Common sources are electric wiring, uh, for example, table lamps, clock radios, all those bad, 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 dirty electricity. I've, have you even heard of that? Dirty electricity is caused by energy efficient lighting. Your CFL bulbs, your LED bulbs, your dimmer switches. Dimmer switches are really bad. I'm sorry, I know I'm shouting, but Jesus Christ, I, I my eyes have been opened and tech uh, devices and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and it says these all cause erratic surges of electricity through the wires in our home, which can give off strong electronic magnetic field signals. <gasps> it's crazy. And this is what it causes. Check this out. I'm not going to go through everything because I've got a whole ream of stuff she's given me because uh, I've still got to go through what she told me I've got. Right. So EMFs might make you directly and obviously ill. Then it's written here. Electrical hypersensitivity is a recognized condition with some symptoms such as skin sensitivity, headaches, heart BP problems, insomnia, allergies, neurological problems, pain and weakness. What is my illness called? What is it called? Hypersensitivity pneumonitis. Hypersensitivity. Electrical hypersensitivity. Is it making sense here? DNA changes and increased cancer risk. Impact on male hormones, sp sperm quality, sex drive. Impact on female hormones, sex drive, uterine health, which I have. Impact on fertility, fetal development, miscarriages. Uh, reduction in melatonin levels, uh, which are crucial for sleep. Neurological issues. Uh, EMFs contribute to weight gain, increases blood glucose levels. How heart health, it, 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 it affects your blood pressure. My blood pressure is through the roof. I never have blood pressure in my life. Heart rate variability. I have heart rate problems. Uh, increased biomarkers of inflammation. My lungs are inflamed. Increased toxic load by negatively affecting organs, liver, kidneys, bladder, skin. I've got bladder problems. Harmful for your gut, gut bugs. Blah, de, blah, de, blah. And it goes on and on and on. It tells you here how it affects uh, kids, kids that use iPhones, iPads, television, PlayStations, all of them are frying your kids brains. ADHD, all of this problem is caused by the electronic magnetic fields. Did we have these in the 70s? No, we didn't. Did we have these diseases or things like ADHD in the 70s? No, we didn't because we didn't have this upsurge of technology in the world. The world is killing us. Technology is killing us. Technology is beautiful. I freaking love it. But it's killing me and it's killing you. Isn't that mind blowing? I think it's so, so mind blowing, honestly. And not only that, and that was before my scan. She said, think of these things. And then after the scan, she was like, yeah, you are affected by these things. I said, I'm affected by electronic magnetic fields. Number two, she found parasites. I know you think it may be far fetched, but it's parasites. Uh, so in your in your body, you you your body vibrates at different frequencies. Obviously, with all this electronic magnetic fields making my body go mad with all different types of frequencies going on. It's feeding things like parasites, like bugs. So she goes, you've got lots of bugs in your system. You've got parasites in your system. Uh, you have I've got a list here. Where's my list? Uh, I have da 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 da. Uh, I have microbial microbial burdens, bacterial infection, viral infections, parasites, um, and all sorts of other stuff that she came up with. But the thing is, all of this can be treated by rebalancing, by rebalancing your energetic frequencies within your body. When you get energy, when your energy frequencies are back to balance. Things like parasites and bugs cannot feed themselves anymore because the frequency isn't high enough for them to survive in your body. You might not believe in this and I'm absolutely cool with that. I've done a lot of research on it and it all makes sense. Because like I said, Cornelius and Coherence Healing, he works with frequencies as well. 
Um, and so it's it's a, a big thing. And I think that I uh, this is an avenue that is going to help me because within the last three days, just by reducing my EMF footprint in the house, it has helped quite a few times now. I've walked without my oxygen across the kitchen. I've got an open plan in my house. And to go from sofa to the toilet for me was like, oh my God, I just don't want to go to the toilet because I'm going to have to get my oxygen machine, going to walk slowly. I've just like, I haven't zoomed, but I've walked to the toilet without panting. And that is by keeping my phone away from me, by taking off my Apple Watch, by being mindful of uh, switching off the Wi-Fi. Every night I've switched it off now. I've switched off my Sonos speakers behind me. I can't switch off everything. The sofa that I sit on, I sit on a one-seater. My mum sits on the L-shape. And my one-seater, I've unplugged it. I've unplugged so there's no electrical currents going through my body while I'm sitting on that sofa. Even things like toothbrushes, they emit radiation. They do, honestly. Read up on about it. There's just so, so much. It's absolutely crazy. And then, of course, the food that you eat. We went into the diet and she said, what, do you eat organic foods? I'm like, I used to, but I can't afford it. It's so expensive with the cost of living. If I could, I would, but I can't, you see. But I said, I, I do, I have, I'm not a massive meat eater. I don't eat meat every single day. And I'd rather have good quality meat rather than dirty meat. For example, Tesco's, man. A few times now, I've bought wings from Tesco's and I've cooked them. And when you open that oven door and the phew, all that kind of smoke comes out, the steam, the, the, the meat smells of chemicals. I've said this to my sister quite a few times. And then I've bought the same wings from Waitrose, organic. And I'm like, look, smell them. They smell sweet. They smell fresh. They smell like the shed. Really, we should all stop meat, eating meat if we could. Because, yeah, they're all full of bugs and parasites and stuff like that. So who knows when the parasites came into my body and the bugs came into my body and all these viruses. Uh, oh, she said, I've got a rhinotitis problem, obviously, which I have. And so what I'm going to have to do now is I'm going to see her every few weeks at her clinic and we'll continue with the scans. We're going to, we've started with the lungs and next time she said she will do a scan of something else. But first, we've got to start treating this. So uh, I then didn't have to. She said, you can, if you want to, you've got to hire this machine, um, which will then every day, I spend about two and a half hours one day, one and a half hours the other day to try to balance my energetic frequencies within my body. Um, and it will just kind of speed up the process. Otherwise I see her once every three weeks in her clinic and I get one kind of go at this machine of trying to zap, 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 zap. Although it doesn't zap because uh, I'm giving you the wrong information there. It's not zapping. It's I'll, I'll have more information on it as I go along with it. But this is what I kind of understand. It's a machine that will basically help me rebalance the internals of my body and help me breathe again and get rid of any viruses in my body, get rid of any parasites, get rid of any bugs, get rid of the rhinotitis. Uh, and then once we've kind of addressed that, we will then go to another poorly part of my body, do a scan there and see what we need there. On top of that, she's Oh my God, she uh, has uh, given me lots of supplements to take. I ordered them yesterday and they cost me about 250 quid and it's fine. It's a lot of money. So it's going to cost me about £180 a month to hire this machine for a minimum of six months. It's cost me £250 on the supplements. Every morning I've got to have this special, oh, my body has uh, lots of heavy metals in it. So she's giving me a special heavy metal smoothie that I have to have with all this kind of stuff in it. Where's my sheet here? It's a... Uh, <laughs> there, my detox smoothie. It is blueberries, banana, coconut, nuts, which are walnuts or pecans, pumpkin seeds, 
flax seeds, protein powder, green barley, grass juice powder and spirulina. Uh, and check this out. Coriander. I bloody love coriander. She said coriander is amazing for heavy metal detox. So I've got a lot of heavy metals. Oh, yes. Sorry. The mercury. I've got mercury in my teeth. I have two to three silver fillings and that slowly, slowly, slowly is poisoning your body anyway. Um, I mean, whoever thought of putting mercury in our teeth when we were younger is should be shot in the head. But mercury is slowly poisoning you. So if you've got uh, silver fillings, um, she said it is a process of trying to replace them with um, non-poisonous fillings um, but there's only few and far between dentists that know how to do that safely and also to do with the healing kind of side of things who understand why you're having it done. So this is all the stuff that I wanted to kind of share with you and I've run out, I've run out of time, I'm so over time now and I still wanted to deal with uh, the food side of things because we did a lot of food things, you know like a uh, diet foods and full fat foods and uh, processed foods I'm, I think I'm my next podcast uh, we're just going to talk about food because uh, my sister watched a, a program last night on processed food she was like oh this on processed food and that on processed food I'm like okay man I've been telling you this for like years and years and years and years like I said I'm not no kind of trained nutritionalist I'm not a trained shrink I'm not a trained therapist I'm not a trained healer I'm not a trained anything really. I am a trained teacher, primary school. I'm a trained laughter yoga teacher. Um, but it's just knowledge that I've picked up and it's really, really worked for me. And I'm not sitting here to give you lectures, but it really is something that makes sense. So please, guys, have a look into not EFT because it's every time I look at it, I'm like EFT. EFT is emotional freedom technique. And if you've um, you've ever wondered about that, Google it. It's amazing stuff and it really does help you. EFT is a talking tapping therapy. And I have no regrets of having gone into that realm since last September is when I started it. And I'm still doing it. And um, it really does help. This is EMF, which is electronic magnetic fuels. It is everywhere and it's poisoning us and it's killing us. And it's not one of these. What, what's that thing called? when you make bizarre shit up. I know you're shouting it right now at me. I can't remember what's it called. Conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. Honestly, um, try it. Switch off all of your TVs, pull out all your plugs, switch off your Wi-Fi, switch off your telephones, switch off everything and just sit there. Open the door, let it all go out of your house and then sit there. And you don't, and you tell me that it doesn't feel different in your house because I tell you what, any of these diseases that we're talking about today, things like cancer, things like tumours, put all these people dying of like out of nowhere, just all of a sudden they've had a heart attack and they've dropped down dead. It's because of the load that the world is 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 creating on us. It's not just the electronic magnetic fields. It's the pollution. It is the chopping down of the trees. We have to be responsible humans. Otherwise, this world is done for. And it's so freaking sad that the future generations are going to have to deal with what you and we have all done to this world. And it's time for change, man. It seriously is because I am, I'm sickened by 
even learning about this. And now here I was just kind of going, yeah, yeah, technology. I love it. I want new iPhone. I want new iMac. I've got all these speakers. I've got everything wired up wirelessly in my home. Even right now, talking in my microphone, my Blue Yeti is freaking Bluetooth. That is emitting radiation in my face, in my mouth while I'm talking to you. So now I'm looking at options of getting a, a wired microphone. Oh, which I, sh I think I've got in the attic somewhere. But everything is killing you. Everything. A microwave. A microwave is killing you. If you are putting on a microwave, which you shouldn't anyway, but we've all got one. Even she's got one, this therapist lady. She said, go five to seven meters away from the microwave. And I said to her, do you know that microwaves are so bad? And I goes, do you use your microwave? She goes, yeah, I do use the microwave, but I stand away from it. I was like, no, do this experiment. Because a couple of years ago, right? When we were doing this renovation, actually, we, we were making jacket potatoes in the microwave and then someone turned up all of a sudden. I think oh, I think it was my sister or something. She turned up with a, a takeaway. So I switched off the potato. It being in the uh, microwave for like 30 seconds to a minute. I left it out. And next day I thought, well, we'll have them tomorrow. I, I took it was only 30 seconds to a minute. And I thought it'd probably just go soft or something. I came back down and that part. Half of the micro, uh, sorry, half of the potato that was exposed to the radiation in the microwave, it was black. No, no word of a lie. The top of the skin looked a different coloured and then I chopped it with a knife and that there was a whole section, like a good uh, one to two centimetres deep of black. And that was through the radiation in the microwave. So imagine what you're putting in your body. People, it's time for change. It's time. I've got to change. I've got to change my ways. I've got to change what I'm living in. Um, I, it's so hard, it's so freaking hard and so, so expensive. All this stuff to try and eliminate these uh, these frequencies is quite unknown yet and it's still being looked at. And I believe it's a little bit like the pharmaceuticals. I'm sure the governments on top and the people on top that are killing us with all of these frequencies don't want ways to eliminate this because then they don't want us to be clever. They want us to die. They want us to invest into all this technology and, and shit like that so why are they going to help us that's why it's so expensive to try and source something for me to cover my uh my router my telephone in fact you can get clothing i mean i'm actually sitting here thinking should i just cover, cover myself with foil i'm not even joking it's not funny <laughs> you can get silver it's like silver it's um look it up emf protective clothing and it's like a silver kind of material or copper material um, that will protect you. And I'm thinking maybe I should get it to protect a, a hoodie for my chest, maybe a pair of trousers or something or a vest or something. But it's so bloody expensive. But think about it. Why is it so expensive? Exactly. Exactly. So this is a bit of a long one today, but I am so blown away with what I have found out. I have to find a lot of money <laughs> uh, to, and it's not like she's making money out of me. It's just because of the, the machine hire. Okay. So I've got to somehow find another 180 pounds uh, a month to pay for this machine uh, which I think I need I've got all the supplements that cost me 250 quid and I know you're thinking miss that's a lot of money I know but think about it what's more important money or my life I've pumped a lot of money into complete imbeciles that I thought said they could help me that they, they, they were talking shit and they know they were talking shit because I took them uh, to the cleaners I'm like listen people you took my money but you've done nothing for me give my money back and all of them, all of them gave my money back. Seriously. And what is money? Money is nothing. Money 
is not even real. Did you even know? Think about this. I've got X amount of money in my bank account, right? It's not a lot, but hey. But I, I, as you know, I always call myself a billionaire. OK, so I've never had the one to worry about money. Never, 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 never. It just comes to me. But all that money or the money that you've got, maybe some of you listening right now, I've got 50 grand, 70 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand in your bank accounts and you spread it out in different kind of bank accounts and nobody knows how much money you got. Where's that money? Where is that money? It's, 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 it's on a computer, right? You can very happily go to your bank account online or your app and you can see your money. There it is. Oh, look, hello. Hello, my £100,000 I've got in there. Oh, hello, my £200,000. Because I know a lot of countries people who live a very poor lifestyle, but they've got £200,000 in the bank account. Why they're saving that money for, I don't know. Apparently, it's for their kids. It boggles my mind. Anyway, do you think that £200,000 written on your computer screen or on your app is actually there in the bank for you? No. Money's just digits on a computer. And if you imagine one day the whole of... All this computer systems go down. Where's your money gone? How do you even know what money you had in there? How can it be proved how much money you had in there? There was no money. And if everyone in the world tried to get their money out of the of, out of a till, try to get your 200 grand out, the money's not going to be in there. There's not enough money to go around. They're just digits on a computer. It's all fake bullshit. It's mind games, people, honestly. So I'm not bothered about the money. The money will come somehow. Who knows? The sad thing is, though, I've had to make a few adjustments and uh, uh, you you might be sad to know that, well, I'm very sad to know. I've just emailed him as well. I'm going to have to knock Cornelius on the head because, you know, I love Cornelius. But I pay him about £42 a month and I've got to pull in, a, pull out another £180 from somewhere a month. Um, so if I take out, push in the 40 quid from Cornelius, that might just make me feel a little bit more satisfied because I can't pay Cornelius and for the machine. And I've got to pay for her consultation fees, which are 60 quid every three weeks. And I've just paid the 250 quid. So, but that money will come. It's no big deal. Money is money. What is money versus my life? I know I'm going to heal. I pumped a lot of money into EFT as well. Uh, and look what that did. That, okay. I, what happened, happened, happened a, a, a month ago, whatever. But all in all, EFT is huge in my life and the people that help me in my life, uh, the ninjas that help me in my life and all the people that uh, kind of just listened to me and did all the therapy with me and have given me the tools to self-heal myself. That is gold and you can't put a price on that. So that was money well spent. So really, I mean, think about it. For some of you, you'd think you could easily spend four or five grand going to a holiday in Dubai. Oh yes, we're going to Dubai. It's £5,000 for two of us. And for the kids, it's another £3,000. And when we're there, we're going to spend another £5,000. So eleven grand we spent in Dubai. And you wouldn't even bat an eyelid. But then if someone, you know, said, spend this, this, this amount of thousands on yourself, you'd be like, no, can't afford it. Well, I can afford it, whether I've got the money or not, uh, because the universe will send it to me. Consciousness will send it to me and we'll just manifest it. So it's no issue at all. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for all of your feedback that I constantly get from all of these podcasts. And uh, honestly, please, 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 please look up EMF, Electronic Magnetic Fields, and see how it is ruining uh, the world. Next week, I'll tell you now what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about nutrition and food and how 
all of us are killing ourselves with modern processed food. Take care, be good, and I'll catch you on episode 12. Missy D. 